Ah, it's so nice to be here. As I told you that when Lakewood calls, I have to say yes. Okay, so I have to keep. I have to keep my word. Baruch Hashem. It's so nice to see all of you again. It's for good occasions. A big yashakayach to Yanki for opening his home. Unbelievable. Oh. The house should be full of shafa baruch and atzlocha mamish. The shchina should fill the house to fill your life. From there, all brachas should flow. You know, there's a there's a basic principle in halacha. It's more brachas you pass in shulchan aruch. That balabayis is noitel mana yafarishin. That whenever there is food being distributed, for example, or anything has to be given out, the most chashvah thing goes to the balabas. Melech meisavroish, the king that sits in the head, he takes the first chelik, and everyone else takes shirayim. That's stigma. It's like that also, right? The tzaddik eats, and everyone else takes shirayim. Whenever there's hashpah, whenever there's a gilu so the way it always goes is that it goes to the roish. And then from there, it goes to all the uh, lower extremities. The exception to that is Purim. That's the exception. Everyone knows that Megillah Nekras, Biyadal, Biyabes, Biyadal, Biyadal, Tesfah, is that the first ones to receive the light of Purim are Davka, the ones that are the Ketani Erech, the ones that are, you know, the village dwellers, the, uh, the Hamoinam, Mam, not just the Hamoinam, the Ketanim of the Hamoinam. They're the first ones to pick up on Purim. They read the Megillah from Red Yud Aleph. So you know, today is Yud Aleph Adarishan. So that means we're mamish, like, to, to, to have a Purim Farbrengen, Yud Aleph Adarishan. It means that we're mamish picking up on Purim the first, the first, the first. This mamish, we're big katana. Big katana. And so that's what we have to learn about tonight for a few minutes the chashivas of being a katana. What's Taqib Shat that, that Purim is first given to the katanim? And the shirayim of the katanim then goes to everyone else. So it's a little bit of a strange thing, you know, because it's also, it's ironic because Yud uh, al-Fadr, Yud al-Adarishan, is the art site of people that are not considered to be in Klal Yisrael's history such katanim. You know, it's the Rogat Shavar, the Chidah, the Avrinezer, it's their art site also tonight. So it's, uh, of all, of, you know, throughout in Klal Yisrael's history, there are certain people that they go down in history as geniuses, you know. And so those are the three very, very big geniuses. And so Davke, their yardside should be on Yud Al-Fadr, Yud Al-Fadr Rishon, Davke the day that's celebrated, that Purim is celebrated by Ketanim. So it's a Halei who. I so let's learn. So, you know, everyone knows the, uh, the last halacha, the last halacha in Archaim talks about Purim Kadim. And so the, the Shulchan Aruch brings down the Machlekes, uh, different shitas. Some shitas say that there really is no Indian of Purim Cotton, it's a regular day. But then the Shulchan Aruch brings down that not like that, Yesh Oymrim, there's the, the, the opinion that it's a, it's a day that's Oster Behesud Betainus, and that's how the Shulchan Aruch paskins. And then the Ramah says that's how we paskin as well, that's Dave Oster, it's Oster Behesud Betainus. Then the Ramah says, Yesh Oymrim, that Purim Cotton is a day that to be marbe besuda, and the Ramos says it's kedai yesh lahachmer to be machmer like that shita to be marbe besuda, and he ends off a toiv leiv mishta tamid right that a good heart is always uh, it's always besimcha toiv leiv mishta is always is always in a state of uh, fabrangin toiv leiv mishta tamid so it's well known that I'm going to point out that you know the ends and beginnings are always tied to each other so the last line of the Ramah in Narachaim is toiv leiv mishta tamid. 
the first opening line of the Ramah is Shvisi Hashem Lenek Ditamid. It's some sort of connection between those two sentences, Shvisi Hashem Lenek Ditamid, and Toiv Lev Mishta Tamid, the Nineveh Purim Kadim. So, what is that about? What is it about Toiv Lev Mishta Tamid that somehow connects to Shvisi Hashem Lenek Ditamid and somehow brings out the, uh, the light of Purim, the light of Purim Kadim? Okay, so it's like this. So let's investigate that halacha that I just mentioned very quickly, that halacha of Purim Katan, all the shitas revolving around Purim Katan. Uh, let's, let's think about, let, let's investigate those, that, that, that halacha for just a few minutes and we'll see where it takes us. Again, the Mechaber brought down, Mechaber the Ramah bring down three shitas. Shita number one, there really is no such thing as Purim Katan. It's a regular day. Shita number two, it's Asr Behesed Rutainis, and that's Mekar Din Havi Paskin. Shita number three, Chayev, Okay, so where is this coming from? It's very posh. You know, the Mishnah says in Megillah, the Mishnah says in Megillah that when you have a neighbor yard, so there's two others. So the Mishnah says that all the, basically, the mitzvahs of Purah, Megillah, and so on, is an Adesheni. Says the Gemara, but Hava, but Hala Inyan Hesbivitainis, says the Gemara, but when it comes to the Inyan of Hesbivitainis, that it's Asr, that Purim is Asr, Behesper, Rebetainis, Zevazashavim. Zevazashavim. So the first, let's just break it down very simply. The first sheet of the Machaber goes with the following approach that when the Gemara says that Holy Indian Hesper, Betainis, Zevazashavim, that there's an Isr of Hesper, Betainis, even in Adarishan, the first sheet of the, of the Machaber, the Rishonim that that, that that sheet is coming from, Say that that's, the Gemara is talking about a specific case. It's talking about where there was reg, it was a regular year, and already Mamish once Adar began, Sanhedrin were Ma'abr the Shana. So in such a situation where Adar already began as Mamish a real Adar, and then just last minute they made an Adar Shani, that's a type of year that there's a, there's a perm cotton that's Asr Behasubatinus. But a regular, you know, when we have our calendar ready set up for us, there's no issue, there's no Isser at all. So that's the first Shita. Again, we don't hold like that. The second sheet that says, no, no, the Gemara says, Holy Indian Hesvetainus is Evazeshav. What's the reason why there will be an Isser Hesvetainus on Purim on Adarishan? Why is that? Again, the halachas of Purim, the Yantav of Purim is Adarishani, Mikram Megillah, and so on. Holy Indian Hesvetainus, the Hesvetainus is Asr and Adarishan, also why? So the Vilna Gain, Mogan Avram, other Acharyanim say, you know what the Pshad is? It's as follows is that there's really two sources for celebrating Purim. There's one source to celebrate Purim, which is Megillus Esther. And Megillus Esther, that's when there's, obviously, all the Chiyuvim of Mekir Megillah, Matanas Levyayin, Meshach Monis, and, and Sudas Purim, all that. And that's Avada Adar Sheni. But there's another source to be celebrate Purim, which is Megillus Tainus. And we know that by the times of the second base of Megdash, there was many Yom Toivim, that the Sefer Megillus Tainus recorded. And during the times of the Beisam Megdash, these were mini holidays. And the basic rules for those holidays were that they're Asr, Behesped, Ubatainis. So even though the Gemara says that after the destruction of the Beisam Megdash, Megillus Tainis, all these mini holidays were battle. But says the Vilna Gain, but if you already have a Yantif of Purim because of Megillus Esther, so that Yantif of Purim, as it's reflected in Megillus Tainis, was never battle. Therefore, says the Vilna Gain, this is what it comes out. Avada Purim, as far as Megillus Esther is concerned, is other shame. But there's also another Indian of Purim, which is Megillus Tainis, the Giyantif. 
And in Megillus Tainus Degiyantif, which is in Isra Hesped Vitainus, that there's no stipulation that it has to be only once a year. So that's both Adarishan and Adarshan. And that's the reason why that Shita holds, that even Adarishan is also Besved Vitainus because of Megillus Tainus. That's the that's that's only guy. Okay? And that's how the Machaber Paskins, like that Shita, the Ramah says we pass like that Shita primarily. Says the Ramah, but, it, yeah, but there are those, Yesh Aymrim, that Adra, that Yechayev to be Marb Besuda. Why? So the explanation again is very simple is that these Shitas hold that when the Gemara says about Holy Inyan Hesavitainis, Zevizashavan, that there's an Isser Hesavitainis both in Adarishan and Adarshani, Lavdavka Hesavitainis. When the Gemara says that the Isser Hesavitainis applies to Adarishan, it doesn't, that, that, that's, that's just another way of saying Mishta Vesimcha. Baharaya. The Gemara says in Megillah, Tani Rav Yosef, Megillah Dafei, the Gemara says, when it says in the Megillah's Esther, Mishta Vesimcha, it says in the Gemara, Tani Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef had a brisa, Mishta means Isr Tainis, and Simcha means in Isr Hesped. So, no, so say, so say these Rishayim, so you see already that when we talk about Isr Hesped and Tainis, it's basically another code word for Mishta Vesimcha. So when the Gemara says, Holy Indian Mishta, Holy Indian Hesped Vatainis, Zevzashavan, that there's an it, that Legabi, the Isr of Hesvetainis, it applies to Adarishan also. That just basically means Mishta Vesimcha applies to both others. That's that Shita. And comes the Ramah and says, again, primarily Upaskin, that it's just Hesved Vatainis. But uh, it's Kedai to be Machmer, like the Shita of. That, it's, that you have to marry Besuda, Tavlev Mishtatamid. So the question is like this. If, the, if we primarily paskin, if we primarily paskin that all there is is an Isser Hesvavitainis, and like the Vilna Gain said, you know why there's an Isser Hesvavitainis? Why is there only an Isser Hesvavitainis? Because it's coming from Megillus right? You follow this? From Megillus Tainis. Well, <laughs> then there's absolutely no Indian to be mach. There's no. Uh, there's no kiyam at all if you're doing a suda. If, if there's a yantif that's purely coming because of Megillus Tainus, all there is is an iser to be masped, an iser tainus. There's absolutely no inyan to be marbid besuda. So, <coughs> what's interesting is, is that the Ramah tells you that that's mikra din we paskin, all there is an iser has to be tainus, but it's still kadai to be machmer. What? If we pass in all there is is an Isser Hesvavitainis because that's, that's all there is, then what's the saying to be Machma Basuda? You're not being Makayim. If we already pass in all there is is Hesvavitainis, there's no Kiyam if you're, if you're being Marm Basuda. So it's like this. Let me explain a little bit more. If you take a look at the Ran, for example, the Ran in Mesech's Megillah, so the Ran says as follows. The Ran says that even, the Ran is of the opinion also, that when the Gemara says, Holy Indian Hesvavitainis is Evazashavan, it means that all there is is an Isser Hesvavitainis. But the Ran says, or even if you say that Holy Indian Hesvavitainis is that there's an Isser Hesvavitainis on Adarishan, and you don't have to be Marab Besuda, if you are, it's Kedai. There's something that you're doing when you're being Marab Besuda. Even if you hold, again, that the, all there is in Adarishan Alpidin is in Isser Hesvavitainis, but Afalpikin, even in that Shita, if you're Marab Besuda, there's a Kiyam Shabbat, you're doing something good. So, if the, so here, here's, here's the point. 
If the reason why there's a Nisar Hesavitainus on Adarishan is only like the Vilna Gain, that it's coming just not because of Megil Sester, it's coming because of Megil Steinus, then, there, then what kiyam could there be within that, uh, that yontif of being Marva Besuda? All there is is a Nisar Hesavitainus, that's it. In the rules of Megil Steinus, those many Yom there's absolutely nothing more than just not being Masbid and not being Misana. There's nothing more than that. If the Ran says that even in that shita of that Adarishan is in Isra Hesur Vitainis, Afal Pikain, if you're Marba Besuda, you're Makaim something, it's Epis Kedai to, to Marba Besuda, it means that clearly the Isra of Hesur Vitainis is not coming because of Megillus Tainis. It was coming because of Megillus Tainis, then there was no, there's no room within those Minyam Toivim, there's no place for anything more than just in Isra Hesur Vitainis. So, so what's so what's going on? So here's here's the, here's the nakuda. When that Gemara said Tani Rav Yosef, it says in Megillus Esther Mishta v'Simcha, Mishta Zatainis, Simcha Zehasper. So if you take a look at the Ritva and Men Rishayim, they make the following point: is that they say that what the Gemara is saying is that Nichol contained within the Takan of Purim. Not Megillus Tain is some other, you know, mini <clears throat> Within the Takan of Purim, there are two madregas, there are two steps within the collective Yontav of Purim. There is an Isra Hesved Vatainis within Purim, and then there is, on top of that, in addition to that, a, hash, a, a Shlemus of that, there's called Mishta Vesimcha. So when it comes to Purim itself, when Purim is defined as a day of Yumei Mishta Vesimcha, there's a chi of suda and there's a chi of simcha. Within that, there is a it, it's it's a it's a step by step built process. Stage number one, step number one of you may mishta v'simcha is hesved v'tainus. Hesved There's an isra hesved v'tainus on Purim, not because of Megillus tainus. Within Purim itself, there is a that it, there's an isra hesved v'tainus on Purim as a as a underdeveloped version of Mishta V'Simcha. And then you have a fully developed version, which is called Mishta V'Simcha itself. Therefore, even if, and, 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 and here's the point, when it comes to Adarishan, and we say that Hala'inyan Hesper V'tainis is Ebezeh Shavin, the meaning of that is, is that on within Purim itself, there are these two stages, these two madregas, of Mishta V'Simcha. There is a small, katnastic uh, version of Mishta V'Simcha, which is called Isser Hesavitainis. And then there is a godless, a fully developed version of Mishta V'Simcha, which is called Mishta V'Simcha. Adarishan, what we have in Adarishan, is the immature first stage of Mishta V'Simcha. The Isser Hesavitainis of Adarishan is the Isser Hesavitainis that's contained within Yemei Mishta V'Simcha. And that's why it's called Purim Cotton. It's a cottonous, it's a smaller, it's the immature version, it's the underdeveloped version of Yemei Mishta V'Simcha. Because within the Takanda of Yemei Mishta V'Simcha, Chazal were masaking that there is a cottonous thicker version of it, which is an Isser Hesavitainis, and there's a godless thicker version of it, which is Suda, Suda and Simcha. 
the Chiddush of Purim Kadin is, is that all you have on Purim Kadin is the Katniss Dika version of Yimei Meshav Asimcha. But because ultimately the Chiv of the Isra Hesvetainis on Purim Kadin is a Katniss, is, is the Katniss version of Yimei Meshav Asimcha, so if you are Marbe Asimcha, there's Al Kapon Makiyam, it's Gadai, it, it, you're doing something because the, his, the Isra Hesvetainis is not just a standalone. Isra Hesvetainis. It is the Isra Hesvetainis that is Nichlal in Yemei Mishta Vesimcha. And so when you, if you are Marba Besuda, even though you don't have to be, but if you're Marba Besuda, you're doing something. Because even the Isra Hesvetainis of, of Adarishan is Al Kalpanim, not a standalone Isra. It's, it's, the, it's the first stage in what eventually matures as a, as a complete Yemei Mishta Vesimcha. So by. So even when even on Adarishan that we don't have the fully developed version of Yemei Mishta Vesimcha, all you have is the underdeveloped Katnistik first stage version of Isra Hesvetainis. But Al Kaponim, since it's part of a bigger picture ultimately of Yemei Mishta Vesimcha, if you're Mar Besimcha and Mar Besuda, you're Makaim something. What comes out of all this complicated thing that I just you know complicated it with is the following idea that when Chazal were Masakin Purim, and they were Masakin that it should be days of Yimei Mishtav Simcha. They were Masakin in such a way that can, built in that din of Yimei Mishtav Simcha is a Katnus version of Yimei Mishtav Simcha, an underdeveloped, a uh, baby, immature version of Yimei Mishtav Simcha, which is Easter Hesavitainis. And then there is also a mature, developed version of Yimei Mishtav Simcha, which is called which expresses itself as mamish a full suda. So whenever you're on Purim, let's say, for example, having a full suda, contained within that was also the fact that you're not fasting. And so by, when you're not fasting on Purim, that's called the katnus, that's the katnus of Yimei Mishta V'Simcha, and the suda that you have on Purim is the godless of Yimei Mishta V'Simcha. And on Purim Kodin, all you have is the katnus, and not the godless. But here's the, here's the problem. The problem with this is as follows. Whenever you have godless, l'chari, you don't have katnas anymore. It's one thing if, you know, in, 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 there's such a thing, there's certain times in life, uh, you know, let's say even physically, you know, there are a bunch of made people, people start off as katanim, and then they eventually become gedayim. Once you're a godl, you're not a katan. If you're a katan, you're not a godl. So here's the problem. The Vilna Gaon, again, when, when the Vilna Gaon is thinking about this Isser of Hesavitainus, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the Isser of Hesavitainus, by, by the Vilna Gaon, has to be a standalone din of, of, of Megillus Tainus. Because Purim, which is Yimei Mishta V'Simcha, Yimei Mishta V'Simcha is a... Simcha is not just a Yinah fast, it's a whole different... Uh, it's Mamish... It's an adult version of Yimei Mishta V'Simcha. But what these Roshanim are saying is not like that, is that within the Yantav of Purim of Yimei Mishta V'Simcha, that obligates us and brings us to a state, that there's a, there's a godless Dika version of Mishta V'Simcha, that doesn't, it somehow does not overwhelm, and, on, and, 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 and it's not mavatal, and it doesn't completely dismantle the katnas within it. It means the chide, there, there's something about Purim that even after you become a gadol, there's still room in that godless for katnas. 
And the godless does not undermine the cosmos. Even when you now have a full verge, full-fledged version of the Chiv, Simcha, and Suda, contained within that is still an Isra Hesped Vitainus. And so this is a Pella. How is that possible? How is that conceptually possible that you should have Kadnos even after you already have Godless? But the truth is, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll explain. The truth is we find this throughout Hilchas Purim to a certain degree. Give you an example. You know, one of the laws of Purim is that when you lay the Megillah, so the minute of everybody is that, you, that the Balkari unravels the entire Megillah, right? And then you start reading. Pashta Kigeras, the Allah is. It's Persuminisa to make it look like, a, to make a big deal out of it. It's interesting, when you talk about the Rambam, the Rambam in Hilchus Megillah, when he describes the process of, of reading the Megillah, he doesn't describe it the way we do. Again, we do is like, we open the whole Megillah, then you start reading. And the Rambam is not like that. The, Rambam, the way the Rambam describes it is, is that the Megillah is all, you know, rolled up. You begin to read, and whatever you have read, you remain, it remains open. And you just keep on, eventually, by the end of the reading, the whole Megillah is opened up. What's the sight of that? Every, anything that you read is katnus relative to what you're about to read. Right? Katnus means something that you understand, something that you already have under your pocket, under your, you, know, you, know, you already own it. Godless means, in Pneumius, uh, spiritual maturity means what's always beyond the horizon. You always see yourself as a cotton vis-a-vis the next madrig, which is godless. Whatever you read in the Megillah, that's katnus compared to what you're about to read. And says the Rambam, what you read, keep it open. It means that the sight of Purim is, is again this Nakuda, is that even after there is a mitzias of godless, the katnus that brought you to that place is not nullified in the godless. It still exists. The katnus stage one still exists even after you got to stage two of godless. There's other examples of this, you know, Lamashal, the halach is, you know, in the Masech's Megillah, there's one of the shitas in the Gemara, Vasi, that says that mm-hmm. every time you read the Megillah, you have to read a B'tzibur. You have to read a B'tzibur. So Rishonim asks, if that's such a halacha that Megillah says to be read a B'tzibur, why is it not listed in the Mishnah, in Masech's Megillah, amongst those things that you need a minion for? The, the, there's a Mishnah that talks about things you need a minion for, Baruch and Kaddish and Kedusha. So why doesn't it say Megil Sester over there? So say the Rishayinim, an interesting thing, is that even in that cheat of Ravasi, that Mikra Megillah has to be done with a minion, but when you're reading it B'minyan, you're, the kiyam the, the that you're having B'minyan is only as a Yachid. I mean, even though at the same time the whole definition of a minion is, is that there's a collective Tzibur now. And now there's a, there's a entity that's called, a godless entity that's called the Tzibur. But say the Rishayinim, when it comes to Mikra Megillah, despite the fact that that's how you have to be Mekayim Mikra Megillah as a Tzibor, but you also, at the same time, we still recognize in Halacha that you exist as an individual. Therefore, the mission over there that's listing all the things that you need a minion for, is, it doesn't mention Megillah Sester. You know why? Because all those things are talking about mitzvahs that are fulfilled as a Tzibor, at, just as a Tzibor. But Megillah is interesting. It's fulfilled as a Tzibor, but at the same time as a yachid within the tzibur. Which is again, this phenomenon is that somehow Purim, even after you're holding by godless, there's still a recognition and a cheshivah is given 
to the katnus that brought you to the godless. So the individual members of the tzibur versus the collective tzibur, the collective tzibur is godless. The individual members that come together to have created that tzibur, that's called katnus. That's called the immature, you know, a small person versus a big person. The collective tzibur is a big person. The individual members that are, com- that are coming together to create the tzibur are small people relative to the collective tzibur. And yet, at the same time, when it comes to perm, this is the side, is that even after godless, katnus still exists. So you have these, these three examples of such a phenomenon. That again, that the, the din of mishta v'simchan perm, the, 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 the godlistic version of that chiv, which is mamish, mishta v'simcha, as we know, ad yada, still recognizes within it the katnus of mishta v'simcha, which is israel of the times. Akadekach, that on Purim cotton, we're able, what we what we're able to do is the Kadnus of Mishnah V'Simcha, of Israel Svetayim. Like the Ramam says, when you read the Megillah, the part that you have already read, which is the Kadnus relative to what you're about to read, remains open. And, and like the Rishonim say, when it comes to the Shita of, of, of Ravasi, that even though the way that you have Mekayim, Mitzvah, Mikra, Megillah, is in a Tzibur, at the same time, we recognize you as an individual in the tzibur, and your makayim, your personal chiv, through the fact that the that the tzibur is reading the megillah, but the tzibur is reading the megillah, and your makayim, your personal chiv, as a part of that, the katnus exists within the godless. Now let's understand. This is why it's also not a coincidence that the month of Adar, which is shining with the Yontif of Purim, is also the month that Chazal showed that Chazal received to be the month to create an ibriyar. Right? In order to make an Ibriyar, Chazal could have added a second Shvat or a second Iyar. Uh, but Chazal added a second Adar. Why is it? What is it Adar? Why is Adar the month that's Shaykh to an Ibriyar? So why is there such a thing as an Ibriyar? So everyone knows. Because there's a, dis- there's a disalignment between the Shnas HaChama, the, l- the solar year, and the Chod Halavana, 365 versus 354. So in order to bring together the sun and the moon, so you create an Ibriyar. So it means the sight of an Ibriyar is what? Is to take away that taina, that kitrig, that the Levana said in the beginning of creation. It's impossible for two kings to wear the same crown, to share the same crown. And the Rebbe said, you take a right. In Ibriyar comes to fix that. In Ibriyar comes to say, that it's possible to have that the sun and the moon can both exist simultaneously and have their malchus simultaneously. The sun means godless. The moon means katnas. The time of ancient is like either we're gedolim or we're katanim. What does that mean? Either it's gedolim or katanim. But the secret of is that there's such a thing as godless and there's a way of there's a way of perceiving reality in such a way where godless is the highest level and everything is bottled to that but there's another way of perceiving reality which is that even after godless comes there's still a malchus of katnas and that reality of the Shcham and the Levana being Mishtamish B'Keser Echad, 
that godless has its malchus and kanus has its malchus, even after, even after godless reigns, kanus still is also able to reign. That's the site of Adar. That's the site of Purim. So the question is, what does this mean? How is this possible? Taka was pshat. How could it be that godless, once you're in godless, and there's no katless anymore, I was uh, What's the place? What's the place of Katnus even after Godless? Alright, so let me share with you a Torah that we have from the Tars Chacham. Chaim Dilaroy is the great uh, student of the Rashash. I don't understand anything from the Tars Chacham. So, I'm just, this is just like one line. So I'm just going to share with you the line. We'll try to figure it out together. The Tars Chacham says like this. He says the following cloud. When we compare the stages of katnus versus godless. So, there's a funny dynamic between the two of them. Again, Pashup Shad, when a person's in a, when a person's immature, and then a person grows to maturity, physically, spiritually, so what's the goal, what's the tachlis, what's the higher madrega? The higher madrega is godless. But says the Torah, and we have a principle in Pneum Satur, which is that to a certain degree, the ra- the Rosh, the Rashis is always considered to be the highest Madrega, right? So Rosh Hashanah, even in the body, the head is always considered to be the highest, most chash of a part of the entire collective parts of. So says the Chacham, it's ironic that the first Madrega that emerges in a person is Katnas. And then you get the Godless. Says the Chacham, that means that there are these two ways of perceiving, of, of engaging within reality. There's one way of engaging within the reality, which is that godless is godless. Kadnas is taka kadnas. And godless is godless. But when we realize that the fact that kadnas comes first already tells you that, and all firsts are the most chashev, there is a soid, says the Torah Chacham, that the truth is, godless is katnas. And katnas is godless. Why is it that there can be a possibility of katnas existing even after godless comes? Is because to a certain degree there's a way of there's a way of, of there's a there's a there's a there's a system, there's a way to view the system, which is that katnas is actually godless. And godless is actually katnas. Because again, if Kadnus is the first thing to emerge, the Rashis, the Roish, is always the most Chashev. Like what Tzaddik says, all the Sfarim say, right? The first time something appears in Tyra, that's the Shirish of the Indian. Well, that me- well one second, then, well, we, we, we see in the world that Kadnus always comes first. That means to a certain degree that Kadnus is the Shirish and the Rashis. So then which one is the Iker? Is Godless the Iker? Mitzarecha, it seems to be godless. Uh, godless means maturity. It means full understanding and development. That's the tachlis. That's, that's a much higher madrega. But if ironically, katnus always comes first, that means to a certain degree, katnus is the highest thing. Because there is this phenomenon of viewing the system of katnus to godless in these two ways, of pepashtas, godless being the tachlis, but mitzatsheni, Kadnus is the Shairish, Kadnus is, is the Rishan, which means Kadnus is the Iker. This allows there to be this phenomenon of both Godless and Kadnus at the same time. Because there is this way of perceiving things where Kadnus is actually more Chashev than Godless, 
and Katnus is godless, and godless is Katnus, so immediately you can have Katnus while you have godless, because to a certain degree, the Katnus is the godless. What am I talking about? Like, what does this all mean? So, let me explain. Everyone knows, like, you know, these are terms that the more, the Nefesh HaChaim sort of coins them and uses them a lot. But in Chassidus, it's a big discussion as well. There's always two ways, there's two ways of perceiving reality, there's two ways of trying to be Meskasher, Thurbanishlailam. There's something that's called mitzidoi, a reality of mitzidoi, and there's something that's called mitzideinu. So very posh, I'm sure most of you know these ideas already anyway, but here's the... What does it mean mitzideinu? And what does it mean mitzidoi? No. Mitzideinu, what is mitzideinu? Reality as it's perceived from our perspective, mitzideinu, what does that mean? It means that our existence, our bechira, our... The universe that we take up space within is mamish, 100%. That's rock solid. And the tachlis of... And the, the, the process of growth, as it is mitzideinu is, is that we start off not understanding who our creator is. That's called katnus. We don't understand. And eventually a person grows and grows and grows, and you fill your kalim, you fill your mind with understanding of the Rabbani Shalom, with attachment to Elokos, Godless. That's called mitzideinu. That's called mitzideinu. When it comes to the perspective of mitzideinu, the goal is to understand. The goal is to be able to fill your mind, to be able to say within your kalim, within your kalim, that I fully grasp, to whatever degree possible, my Creator. That's a way in which Avodis Hashem is then defined as, you start off as kadnos, and then eventually you get the godless. But then there's another way of perceiving reality, which is mitzidai. What is mitzidai? Mitzidai is that the truth is, from the Rabbanish perspective, this world is not as rock solid as we think it is. The Rabbanish presence fills all worlds, and the same level of divinity that filled up all space before creation, still fills up space right now. So what are we supposed to do? So what's our Avaidah? In the way of Mitzidoi, from this place, our Avaidah is to try to just have a shaykhis, to make ourselves a little bit of a klikibol, just to have a little bit of a hiskashris to what's already there. Not to get in the way of the Rabbana Not to get in the way. We're not trying to we're not trying to conquer anything. See, in the, in, in, in the perspective of Mitzideinu, our perspective, a regular perspective of our lives, we're always trying to conquer Madragas. The more you know, the more you understand. Because a person starts off empty. The world starts off empty. Your life starts off empty and barren of Elikos. And you're trying to build something. You're trying to build yourself. You're trying to, to fill your life with something meaningful. So you start off with Kadnas, and eventually you get the Godless. But that's all coming mitzideinu, where the, you start with an assumption, which is that this place is empty. No, when this place is empty, you've got to start filling it. So the process of filling this world with meaning, and filling your life with meaning, and filling your head with meaningful things, means moving from Katniss to Godless. But, but the perspective of mitzidai, what does mitzidai mean? 
Misidoy means the opposite. Misidoy means that this place is already full of light. And the light that this place is full with is such an intense light that your Iker Avoid is not to get in the way of it. Don't get in the way of it and build some sort of way that you can be shaykh to that R, which fundamentally is bigger than you, and it's a light that you can never have conquered and created on your own. But you just want to have a shaykhist to it. In that way, if your goal is to just create enough of a kli to have a shaykhist to a light that precedes you and a light that's bigger than you, then what's the perfect type of kli for that? Katnas. Katnas. Because katnas means I'm not f- coming up with my own ideas. I'm not getting in the way of the light that I'm trying to have a shaykhist to. You see, this is always this is always the irony of it. You know, the nature of godless, the nature of real of of, of atragus and bitoifus and hasog and elikos is is that there's there's a lot of because you know the, 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 you know it's 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 defined based on your kalim. So whatever your ability to be masig, that's what you're masig, because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to understand. But if you're coming, not trying to understand, I'm trying to have a shaykhis to that which is above me anyway, then the ikr kli for that is actually katnas. And this is the, the site of Purim. The site of Purim is that at the same time there is a reality of mitzideinu, which means that we have to understand and be toifens and be masig and have a sagas of elokos and move from a low madrig of understanding to a high madrig of understanding. That's all very true, but you should know, at the same time, there's another way of engaging in Avodis Hashem, which is that you're just trying to build enough kalim to have a shaykhis to what is already there. And in that way, the Ikra Avayda is to make sure that your kalim give you that ability to have a shaykhis to what's there, but not enough of a, of a, of a sophisticated kli to get in the way of what's already there. And in that way, if that's the goal, then katnus is godless. And godless is katnus. In the way of mitzideinu, so katnus is katnus, and godless is godless. But in the way of mitzidai, then katnus is godless, and godless is katnus. The secret of Purim is that they're both true. And when you have, and, and, and there are yidden, there are yidin that what? That their yidin in this world is mitzideinu. And their avayda is to build kalim, kalim shoynim, to be big hasagas, big madregas, and big, you know, to be able to be toifes and be masig, a lot of things. But the yontif of Purim, the, that, but that's true with every yontif. They're celebrating Gedoyim. But what's the chiddush of Purim is, is that even though that's true, you should know there's a bechina, there's an aura of Purim, which, 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 is, which celebrates those Yidin that are specifically created to be masig, the light of Mitzidai. And those Yidin that are created to be masig, to have a shaykhis, not to be masig so much, but to have a, have a hiskashris, to the light of Mitzidai, of God's perspective, of the light that precedes and is behind the scenes of all reality, that precedes reality, those Yidin are custom-made to be katana. 
Now that doesn't mean that uh, you can't learn and can't grow and, can, and can't have a sagas, but it means that everything that they're learning and everything they're doing, it has to be b'bechinas katnus. What does it mean to do b'bechinas katnus? It means that everything that I'm learning, I'm not learning in order to truly understand. I'm learning and I'm understanding to allow myself to have a shaykhis to elikus that comes before me and comes after me. It happens to be the kalim that the Rabbani Shlom gave us to have a shaykhis to, to himself, to that level of elikus, is tarik mitzvahs. But as long as I'm engaging in tarik mitzvahs in such a way where I am trying to not build myself from with it, I'm trying to use my mitzvahs as a way of having a shaykhis to the Rabbani Shlom that's bigger than me, then that's called serving the Rabbani Shlom bekatnas. But that's a katnus which is mamish godless. So these are the two ways of engaging in Avadis Hashem. There's a regular, you know, 364 days out of the year, the Gavayda, which is, I'm trying to build myself up with mitzvahs. Every mitzvah that I do is bringing myself from katnus to godless. I start off not understanding, I start off mamish empty and broken and in pieces. And every mitzvah that I do is building myself up weiter. That's and that that's that's the regular system of moving from cognizance to godless. I start off, the world starts off empty and barren, like myself, and then we move. But it's a to fill it with light. Cognizance to godless. But comes Purim and Purim says that's all true, but you should know there's another way of engaging in reality. The other way of engaging in reality is, is that there's 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 a light that's already here. There's a light that precedes the the whole universe is molior atu atu and because of that, your ikar tachlis is just to have enough to do your avodas Hashem to give yourself a shaykhis to that light that's already here, and in such a way, then every mitzvah that you do is just trying to build that iskashus, and because of that, the the. the, the the katnus is to be celebrated. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean not to do Hashem and not to have hasogis, but it means that all the hasogis and all the mitzvahs that I do is just there to give me a shaykhis to what's all, to, to, to light that's, that, that's already there. The shaykhis to hashkashis to mitzidai. Such an avaydis Hashem means that katnus is the ikr. Katnus is the ikr. This is the site of what Purim is. As I mentioned, the site of Purim is, the site of Purim is to be able that there should be a malchus of katnus, even though when usually there's the, the usually the malchus is, is is godless. Purim says, yeah, but there's also the malchus of katnus. The malchus of godless is mitzideinu. The malchus of katnus is mitzidei. This is why the Ramah ends off this halacha that's shining through Purim cotton. Because Purim Cotton says, Purim Cotton highlights this Nakuda, that even in the godless of Yimei Mishta Vesimcha, the katnus of Isra Hasavitainus still exists. Arkadekach, that that inning of the katnus of Yimei Mishta Vesimcha is what Yontif of Purim Cotton is celebrating. So Purim Cotton is mamish the malchus of katnus. So says the Ramah, Toiv Leiv Mishta Tamid. Toiv Leiv Mishta Tamid. Why is it Toiv Leiv Mishta Tamid? Why? The answer is, is because because the Yantav of Purim Kadin is 
is bringing out this truth, which is that there's a light of the Rabbanu Shalom that precedes creation, that still exists within creation, which is always and everywhere. And when you have a shay- and to have a shaykhis to that light is already a, 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 is a source of constant and forever simcha. Because there is no space that's outside of that light. There is no, there is no hefzik to that light. If you're trying to create a light and build yourself up, then automatically there's some times where there's godless and sometimes where there's no godless. But if all you're trying to do is to have a shaykhis and hiskashras to the Arain Saif that already exists, well, that is always accessible. It's always accessible. It doesn't depend on the right circumstances. These circumstances are always there. The very nature of Ain Saif is that the circumstances are always there. It's the perfect situation every single moment. All you have to do is to do a mitzvah and avoid the session in such a way that you're just trying to have a kashra, a skashras and a shaykhis to yell a kus, that's already there. That's, the, that's what it means to celebrate kadmus. That's the malchus of kadmus. Where I'm not trying to get in the way of that light, I'm just trying to have a shaykhis to it. And the best kli that creates that shaykhis but doesn't get in the way of it, is katnas. And this is again, this is why the site of Purim Kadn is Tayyilev Mishnah Tamid. This is why it's also Shavisi Hashem Lenegdisam. And again, that's what Shavisi Hashem Lenegdisam means. Shavisi Hashem Lenegdisam means that there's Elokos everywhere in every single moment, in every single molecule. All there is is Elokos because Atu Achalay Nevroilam, Atu Minish Nevroilam. And the secret of Purim Kadn, and by extension, all of Purim, is this side is that there's a way that the, the Iker, the, 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 the Madrega, the, the, the Iker Gili of Purim is, is that the, there's an Indian of Avoid Hashem, which is just trying to give just enough Kli to have a Shaykhis to the Shavisi Hashem that's already Negdi Samad. And because of that, it's Tayvleiv Mishta Tamad. Because there is no space that's outside of It's always accessible. You don't have to wait for the opportune time. It's Mamish right there. This is, this, is, this is why. Like, why is it such a thing that the Rabbana Shalom made it, that there's such a thing as Riddhis Adairis? Like, why is it that as the generations move on, we become less and less capable of having, like, big hasagas in Torah and Avaidah, like our ancestors did? Why, why is that? <coughs> so just, and, and, and ironically, it's Davka, the last generation, that's ultimately the smallest, that's going to have the ultimate gula. So that's ironic. Like, why is that? Just for the shock value? Like, well, why would the Rabbanu do that? The answer is because this is the side. The side of gula is a giloi of the light of mitzidai. That's the ultimate gula. The ultimate gula is a revelation. The, the ultimate gula comes when the world is has a hiskashus telukos that was already there from before creation. And then Adarabha, the Iker Kli for that are Dafke Neshamas that are Rebbechinus Katnas. Because it's Neshamas that are Rebbechinus Godless, they get in the way of those, of that light. Because they are creating and generating their own light. And they have their own huge, huge kalim. And so because they have their own very, very large kalim filled with hasagas, so they're not trying to just have a hiskashras to light that's already there. They're, they have their own light. 
but it's Davka Neshamas that are created in the mold of Katnas, that are limited by the very nature of their generation in terms of their Asagas. So they have two options. Either they can stay with the old program of just Mitzideinu and just bemoan their lot of not being able to have Asagas like their ancestors and not being able to have the Madragas of their ancestors. Or the thinking, you know, there can be a light bulb go on and the person will realize, one second, if the Rabbanu made me as a cotton, if the Rabbanu made me unable to have the big Asagas of my ancestors, and when I do a mitzvah, I don't, it, it, it's, it's impossible for me to have the Hislavas of my ancestors, then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shift gears. And maybe now what I'm going to do is, instead of doing a mitzvah with the intention of being kind and madregis from that, maybe I'm just going to do this mitzvah to have a shaykhist to the Rabbanu And I'm going to do this as just a vehicle through which I have a kesher to a Rabbanu that I don't understand, that comes before me and comes after me. And maybe I'm going to do a mitzvah to have a shaykhist to Am Yisrael that comes before me and comes after me. Because Kala Yisrael shakes Luvin Esrit. Do I know what Luvin Esrit is about? I have no idea. But I know this is what you didn't do. And I know the Rabbanu Shalom wants me to shake Luvin Esrit. There's big in Yonim. Okay, so I'm going to have a shaykhist to that. Then all of a sudden, your inability to have Hislavas and to have Asagas becomes your Mila. And that becomes the, mal, your, the Malchus of Katnas. And this is the site of Purim. Because the, 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 ultimately, the, the, when Haman came to try to bring death to the Jewish people, everything physically is a reflection of, of what's going on in Ruchnias. The whole Mitzis of Haman, of Lahash Melar Abed, is just a reflection of this phenomenon of Ridis Adaris. Because in terms of the Hasogis Elokus, Ridis Adaris says that things are going to the point of Lahash Melar Abed. So the whole inning of, of Haman is just, is just highlighting the phenomenon of Ridis Adaris and Ruchnias. And he's saying, that's true, Begashmas. Let's just. Let's just get to the, cut to the chase. In, if there's such a thing as Yerudas Adairus in Ruchnius, and Ruchnius is, is the, the root of Gashmius, it means that ultimately, ultimately, there's not going to be anything left. So that's just that's what we're wasting our time for. So cut to the chase, So what's the answer to Haman? There's no such thing as Yerudas Adairus. It's, it's not true. We're all just as smart as and big as our ancestors did it. No, he's right. So what's the answer? The answer is, because we're Ketani Erech, and because we don't have the Madragas of our ancestors, we are, the reason why the Rabbanu Shalom gave us that reality is not to our detriment, it's because the Rabbanu Shalom is demanding of us to engage in Yiddishkeit in a new way, that's, in a new, very ancient way that's called Mitzidai. That instead of trying to do mitzvahs and to learn Torah because you want to make something of yourself, begashmis and even beruchnias, instead of that, learn Torah and do mitzvahs just to have a hiskashras and to build just enough of a kli to have a connection to that which is already there, to elikus that's ein saif, and to am yisrael that's ein saif, and in such a way, it's davka the phenomenon of riyas adoris that helps that. This is what it means. Again, this is the site of the Malchus of the Levana together with the Cham. This is, by the way, I'm, uh, 
Now the, the, I mentioned this on Shabbos, I'll just mention it quickly. You know, the, uh, these parshas we're talking about the Mishkan, you know, so, you know, there's a big discussion in the Rishonim whether the mitzvah of building, there's definitely a mitzvah of building the Mishkan, building Vasili Mikdash Rishachanti Besoicham, that's for sure. But the question is whether there's a mitzvah to build, in Taryag, to build each and every Kli. So, so the Rishonim discuss, you know, the Rambam, for example, doesn't count the mitzvah of, he doesn't count mitzvahs of building individual kalim. Okay. One of the kalim the Rambam does not count as a mitzvah to build is the arm. So why not? Why doesn't he build the, why doesn't he count the mitzvah of building the arm? Other kalim we're not going to talk about right now for a second, but just the arm. Why would the mitzvah of building the arm not be counted in Tayyak? It's a chashva thing. Says a, there's a verse from Megil Sester. I mentioned this on Shabbos, it's very much Bekitzer. Miguel Sester and his Pirish and Sefer Mitzvahs. And it's Bashkacha Pratis that this Vart is, is, is coming from a Sefer that's called Miguel Sester. It's clearly a part, it must be a part of the Vart. Miguel Sester says, you know why there's no Mitzvah of building the Aran in, in Taryag? It's because it's not a Mitzvah of Daris. Why is it not a Mitzvah of Daris? Because when Moshe built the Aran, that first Aran that Moshe built, it's, uh, it's for sure, it's, ne- it's never going to break, it's never going to get lost. It was Nignaz, it was hidden and so on. But it's never going to break, it's never going to get lost. It's never going to have to be rebuilt. And because of that, in Taryag, you only count mitzvahs, which theoretically you would have to keep on doing. But a mitzvah, which is a one-time deal, and it's never going to have to be redone, you don't count in a Taryag. So the Achorinim asked, Akash and Megil they said, what type of svar is that? That's a nace. That's Lamavi Derechateva, that the Aaron should not be able to, uh, you know, that'll never get broken. But derechateva, of course it's possible for the aron to break. So derechateva, the aron can be, the midst of building the aron, derechateva can be accomplished many times throughout world history. Happens to be, l'mal derechateva, we know from Nevi'im and so on, the aron is never going to be destroyed. But that's l'mal derechateva. When does Allah ever recognize that? You know, the answer is, is that, you know, in, in Chumash we find such a thing is that there are certain ways that the Torah describes the luchas. For example, we have something that talk about the luchas of luchas ha'edas. It's interesting that the Pasuk also describes the aron with the same description, the aron ha'edas. You know what the Pshal the aron is? The aron is not just a box that has the luchas in it. The aron is seen as an extension of the luchas. The aron is seen as a way in which you have shaykhis to the luchas. It's an extension of the luchas themselves. And you know, the luchas were not man-made. The luchas were ma'isei The reason why things of this world, halacha goes with nature, is because we're dealing with things of this world. When you're dealing with something that's from above, something that's in itself is then of course halacha would treat it as such. Not only is the luchas the aron is seen as a way of of, it's an extension of the luchas. It's a way of iskashras to the luchas. So just as the luchas is l'mami the arn is also treated l'mami So that means that the Megil Sester is telling us, you know what the arn is? The arn is not just a box that houses the luchas, Stami, you need a place to put it in. The arn is a way through which we have a iskashras to the luchas. It's an extension of luchas. It's the way the luchas reach out to us. It's the way the luchas reach out to us. The luchas themselves are completely the mala, and there is the way the luchas extend themselves to us is through the arm. So just as the luchas is the mami derchatava, 
So the Aron is also Lamal Khatar. That, 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 it is Bimitsius, a Lamal Mater Khatavadik thing. The Aron is nice, it's nice, so the Aron was not Minamida. Because it itself was a, was a Mitsius of Lamal Mater Khatav. And therefore, says Miguel Sester, if we know that it's not going to ever break, that's not, uh, that's not you know, heebie jeebie. The Mitsius of the Aron is, that's Lamal Mater Khatav. It's not. Uh, what does this do with what we're talking about? What's amazing about the Aaron is, is that the Midas, the measurements of the Aaron, they were all in half Amas. Two and a half by one and a half by one and a half. Why, is it in, why, why are they in halves? A full Amma means godless. Half an Amma means Katniss. What is the way in which the Luchais, which are a light that comes from above, See, there's, other, there's Kedusha that's generated from below, that's called Mitzideinu. And then there's a Kedusha that comes mamish from above, that's called Mitzidoi, a light that precedes the world. Like when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Arsina to get the Luchas, what do the Malachim say? Chem de Genuza, a precious gift that comes from before creation, you're going to give to the world. The Luchas means Elokus from before creation. And what does the Aaron mean? A Hiskashras to that. And what is the greatest Hiskashras to a Kedusha that comes before the world? Davka Katnas. Davka, an Aaron that's made from half Midas, from half Amas. An Aaron that's made of full Amas, it's not going to give you, it's not going to give you a Kedusha that comes before creation. They'll give you your own Kedusha, which is nice. And that's called the Malchus of Godless. But the Malchus of Katnas, only with Katnas does one have Elokus that comes from before creation. And this is the site of Purim. This is the, this is the celebration of our generation. What's going to happen, Bez Hashem, Mamish, Bukar of Mamish, is when Mashiach comes. It's not going to be revealed that despite of our low madregas and despite of our limited hasagas, Afal P came, Mashiach came, it's going to be revealed, revealed the opposite. That it's Dafka because of Yudhisadaris. It's Dafka because of our limited hasagas. And then our Avodis Hashem was always just through a, uh, as, as just a way of being miskasher to the luchas, to a likus that comes before creation, it's davka that generation, it's specifically because of that that we'll have Arishal Mashiach. Of Molot's Deus Hashem Kemayim Le'amachasim. This is why by the third base of Middash, the arm will, will, will be brought back. Davka because the Malchus of Kadmus. No. This is halacha l'maysa. When a person does a mitzvah, these are the two ways to do it. Either you're trying to build yourself up, which is nice if you're able to, or when you do a mitzvah, you learn about gemara, and it can be the most complicated gemara. Don't get me wrong; it's not it's not a lack of complexity. But whatever it is that you're doing, if you're doing it just as a way of allowing of building within yourself just a little bit of iskashras to that which is beyond, that which is above you, that which is bigger. That's called the Malchus of Kadmus. And that's called building, building an Aaron. You know, there's a, they say from the Rebbe Melech, I'll end with this, you know, the Rebbe Melech, he once had a vision that uh, he saw the Beis HaMikdash and, and he saw the Kale and everything that, but he went to the Kadesh and didn't see the Aaron. And it was revealed to him in this vision that the sight of that, of that is as follows, is that every Tzaddik builds a Beis HaMikdash. In their, through the Tzadik's Avoida, he built the base of Mikdash. But the Tzadik cannot build the Aaron. The Aaron only comes when Mashiach comes. That's this side. The Tzadik builds 
the Beis Hamikdash that a tzaddik builds, that's the Malchus of Godless. And that's amazing. But that's a... Uh, but to have an Oren, which is a Malchus, which is an Indian of Heskashers to the Yalakus that comes before creation, which is the Luchas, that Davka comes from half Midas, from half Amas. Davka, not the Tzaddik. Davka comes from Ketana. That's the side of Purim. It's like I said from the very beginning, that Davka, a chavr that coming together to Fabrang and Yud Aleph Adarishan. Mamish, that the, you know, like I said, it's, if, if Yud Aleph Adarishani is for Ketani Erech, so Yud Aleph Adarishan is Mamish for Ketanim Sheva Ketanim, that's Mamish, the whole side of Purim. Hashem should bless each and every one of us that, it's, that we should be zeichet to serve the Rabbanish in such a way of not trying to get in the way of Him, but allowing our mitzvahs and our mice and toivim and our avoided in our, in our Torah to allow ourselves to have iskashras to that which is bigger than us, that which is above us, to embrace the malchus of kadnas. And then we'll be able to see that even at the moment when there's a malchus of godless, at the same time there's also a malchus of kadnas. And those yidin that are gedolim, they'll be kings. And those Eden that are Ketanim will at the same time be kings. It will be Shnei Malach and Mishtamshan B'Kesrecha with the sight of Ibrashana, which was there to experience that Giloi, B'Naim Niglum, B'Yaskal Tzedek, M'Yerim, Amen. Amen.